0: Hi, everyone. Welcome back to the MedBullets Step 2 and 3 podcast. In today's episode, we cover the topic of antivirals found under the drug section at MedBullets.com. Let's begin by discussing antivirals that block viral attachment, penetration, or uncoding. For drugs that prevent viral encoding, specific drugs are amantadine and rimantadine. Their key indications are for influenza A, and their key toxicity is that they may cause levito reticularis, or ataxia. For medications that are fusion inhibitors, specific drugs include infervertide and maraviroc. Their key indications are to treat HIV, and key toxicity is that they may cause a skin reaction. Now let's discuss viral DNA polymerase inhibitors. Specific drugs may include acyclovir, valacyclovir, and famcyclovir. Their key indications are to treat HSV, VZV, and EBV. Remember that their key toxicity is that they may cause a crystalline nephropathy that can lead to acute renal failure. Another type of drug is gancyclovir. This is used to treat CMV. Its key toxicities are that it may cause neutropenia, leukopenia, thrombocytopenia, and renal toxicity. Another drug is foscarnet. Remember that this is a second-line drug for CMV and HSV. Its key toxicities are that it may cause seizures, nephrotoxicity, and electrolyte abnormalities. And lastly, there is cidofovir, which is also a second-line drug for CMV and HSV. Its key toxicity is that it may cause nephrotoxicity. Now let's discuss viral RNA polymerase inhibitors. The main drug that you should remember here is ribovarin. Its key indications are to treat chronic hepatitis C, RSV, and viral hemorrhagic fevers. Its key toxicities are that it may cause bone marrow suppression, and it is teratogenic. Now, let's discuss the reverse transcriptase inhibitors. These get broken down into nucleoside RTIs and non nucleoside RTIs. The nucleoside RTIs include zidovudine, didanosine, salcitabine, lamivudine, and stavudine. Their key indications are to be treated as highly active antiretroviral therapy for HIV. Their key toxicities are that they may cause bone marrow suppression, neuropathy, lactic acidosis, Anemia, specifically from zidovudine, and pancreatitis, specifically from didanosine. The non-nucleoside RTIs include nevirapine and efavirenz. They are also used as highly active antiretroviral therapy for HIV. Their key toxicities are that they may cause a rash, hepatotoxicity, and dysphoric dreams, specifically from efavirenz. Now we can talk about the protease inhibitors. These would include sequinavir, ritonavir. Indinavir, Nelfinavir, and Amprenavir—they are also used as highly active antiretroviral therapy for HIV. Their key toxicities are that they may cause hyperglycemia, hyperlipidemia, lipodystrophy, GI tolerance, hematuria, specifically from indinavir, and nephropathy, also specifically from indinavir. Now, let's discuss antivirals that block viral release. Drugs in this class would include ulceltamivir and sanamivir. They are used to treat influenza A and B, and their key toxicities are that they may cause flu-like syndromes, nausea, and vomiting. Now that we've discussed the major points relating to antivirals, let's walk through a question to apply what we've learned and get a sense of how the topic might be tested. For this question, consider the following clinical scenario. A 44-year-old man presents to the clinic complaining of painful burning penile lesions that appeared a few days ago. The affected area bothers him so much that he has limited his water intake to decrease how many times he urinates. The patient has a history of diabetes mellitus. He has multiple sexual partners and inconsistently uses barrier protection. On exam, there are multiple lesions appreciated on the penile shaft. The appropriate medication is prescribed to treat the patient's diagnosis two days later the patient arrives at the emergency department complaining of nausea and flank pain labs are obtained and demonstrate a serum sodium of 138 meq per liter chloride of 103 meq per liter potassium of 4.3 meq per liter bicarbonate of 27 mEq/L, per liter a urea nitrogen of 56 mg per deciliter glucose of 110 mg per deciliter, and creatinine of 3.4 mg per deciliter. His baseline serum creatinine is 1.2 mg per deciliter. A urinalysis is pending. Which of the following is the most likely cause of the patient's symptoms? And the answer choices are, choice 1, azithromycin, choice 2, acyclovir, choice 3, ciprofloxacin, choice 4, gancyclovir, or choice 5, benzathine penicillin G. The best answer to this question is choice 2, acyclovir. The patient presents after being treated for grouped vesicles on the penile shaft that are consistent with genital herpes. He then develops nausea, flank pain, elevated serum creatinine, and elevated urea nitrogen, which is suspicious for crystal-induced nephropathy from acyclovir. Acyclovir is an antiviral medication that is active against herpes simplex. Oral or genital herpes simplex presents on the skin with grouped vesicles or punched out erosions. They are usually associated with pain, tingling, or burning. Acyclovir is rapidly excreted in the urine but is not soluble, so, a potential side effect is crystal induced acute kidney injury. The risk is greatest for intravenous acyclovir but can occur with oral acyclovir if a patient is dehydrated. Patients with crystal-induced nephropathy will present with nausea, flank pain, and increased serum urea nitrogen and creatinine, usually in a ratio that is less than 20 to 1. The treatment of choice is to discontinue the drug and provide hydration. Hemodialysis is only needed in severe acute kidney injury or electrolyte imbalances. Let's also discuss why the other choices are incorrect. Choice 1. Azithromycin can be used to treat gonorrhea. Patients with gonorrhea present with urethral discharge, dysuria, and urinary frequency. Azithromycin is not associated with crystal-induced nephropathy. Choice three. Ciprofloxacin can cause acute interstitial nephritis, but there are also reports of crystal-induced nephropathy. It can be used to treat urinary tract infections. UTIs present as dysuria, frequency, urgency, and suprapubic pain. They are not associated with grouped vesicles. Choice four. Gancyclovir is an antiviral medication. It is the drug of choice for cytomegalovirus. Though it is structurally similar to acyclovir, it has a lower risk of crystal-induced nephropathy. Choice 5. Benzathine penicillin G can be used to treat syphilis. Syphilis first presents with a painless chancre, not grouped vesicles. Finally, a bullet summary. Acyclovir is used to treat herpes simplex and can cause crystal-induced nephropathy. That's all for this review about antivirals. We hope that was helpful. This is the MedBullets Step 2 and 3 podcast, a daily audio review session for MedBullets, the free learning and collaboration community for medical student education. As a reminder, you can follow along with these podcast episodes by reviewing the topics directly on MedBullets.com. You can listen to these episodes on the MedBullets website or phone app while reading through the topic. If the MedBullets podcast has been valuable to you, we'd be thrilled if you considered leaving us a 5-star rating and writing us a review on Apple Podcasts. It will help us spread the word and increase our discoverability tremendously. Thanks for tuning in. We'll see you all tomorrow, right here, on the MedBullet Step 2 and 3 podcast.